Welcome to the Preserve Your Past podcast, where we'll explore all things related to the creative process of writing your stories for future generations. I'm your host, Melissa Ann Kitchen, author, teacher, speaker, and coach. I believe that your personal history is a priceless gift for family, friends, and generations to come. Whether you consider yourself a writer or not, we are discussing the topics that help with every step of the process, like how to mine for the juiciest story ideas or how to refine them into polished final drafts you'll be proud to share. Let's face it, sure your stories can be overwhelming, but I've got you covered. We all have a lifetime of memories to share, so why not save yours to pass along? Let me help you leave your lasting legacy. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Preserve Your Past podcast. And today I just want to give you a little bit of a heads up that our topic is going to be a little bit more on the serious side. I'm also going to be talking to you a little less scripted, a little more from my heart, um, but it is for an important purpose. And so I um, invite you to listen on and um, go with me through this experience. We're going to try things a little differently. So this past week, uh, past few weeks, we did have a death in the family. Um, it was someone near and dear to all of us. It was uh, a person who left us far too early, and I'm not going to get into her personal details or the family's personal details so much. Um, maybe that will be another episode with her daughters if they want to share their stories um, and what they've gone through with preserving her past and their past, because um, this came to me as being a topic that I really wanted to talk about after going through and talking to them. I was really floored and moved um, for some obvious reasons and then for some other reasons that were surprising to me. But as you all know, I lost my mother um, when I was um, a senior in high school. She was only 37 years old. And so anytime I go and attend a wake or a funeral for someone, especially a loved one who's gone too soon, and I am able to communicate and see and talk to the children, it always is something that kind of hits me in the heart, right? Even seeing the husband, because I I think that also the pain that my father went to through it all um, also is something that is very personal to me and I can relate to when I see a, a spouse going through that. So it's never an easy wake when I need to do that. Not that there's wakes or funerals that are easier, um, but that's one perspective I had when I was going through. Also, another perspective was that this person was very, very near and dear to me, um, that I had some really special memories <laughs> of both simple stories and important events in my life that this person touched. And so it did bring up some remembrances for me on um, the way she touched my life and enriched my life. And then to see when we were there three hours waiting to go through the line that she had touched so many other people was really 
special. But today I want to come to you um, because as I went through the line, I was talking to her daughters and her oldest daughter first said to me, Melissa, I'm like so appreciative for you being there. You know, we had the usual conversation, but she was talking to me about how she was really, um, she knew what I had been doing. She knew what I had been through and talked about how important the stories were going to be for her to, to write down. And then I went to her next daughter and she had just had a young child and was talking about how, I mean, a a newborn that her mother had just been able to meet right after he was born and what a gift that was. And, and I know how much she wanted, you know, wants him to know her, but how grateful she was that her mother got to meet him. And then the third daughter is really into photography and had been taking lots of pictures to share with us the last few years of this person actually really going out and living her life to the fullest. So in these conversations, it just reminded me very much of how important it is to record our stories about the people we lose. So today's episode is why you should get started writing your stories now. So this is going to be looking at this particular scenario and thinking about how we all need to get started writing our stories sooner than later. So I have five reasons that have come to the surface for me as I've gone through this experience with these young women and family members, and I want to share them with you. So starting with number one, one reason you should begin starting to write your stories now is that I believe the sooner you can do it, the sooner you will have it before the memories fade. Now, I say this because There are so many things that I wish I had written down that I really have a hard time remembering clearly or, um, you know, I wanted to share it with other people, but I didn't have it down. There's, There's things that I can't remember or that my loved ones can't remember about my parents. And so if we can write those stories that we find most pertinent or most descriptive of the person, that share the lessons that we learn, that share those important pieces that I always talk about. If we can share those most important stories, the sooner the better, we will still have their essence. We'll we'll feel more confident in the accuracy of them, but also we'll have their, their being more in the details of the story. And we'll be able to write stories that have more specific items in them because our memories hadn't faded. So why you should do it now is to do the sooner you can do it, the better chance you have of getting those stories down before your memories fade. That's number one. Number two is you should be writing your stories now because you will want others to know these people more fully. So in this example, there was a newborn little grandchild that's born who was so lucky to be held and adored by his grandmother. But he's going to be relying on what others say, whether it's his other cousins' stories 
or his mother's story or anybody who's known him, but he's going to need to rely on those stories. So another reason you should write down your stories is so that others can know this person more fully or know you more fully if they're your stories. Number three, the third reason to write your stories now is to document the lessons that you learned from this person. So again, this could be to share with others, but it might be just for your purpose of remembering the importance of this person to you, of how they touched your life, um, to remember the lessons that you learned so that you can live your life more fully from those lessons. Uh, I think of special people in my life that have hit me and even talking about this particular woman who um, passed away, there are lessons that I will take from how she lived her life so joyfully, so giving, so, oh, just so, again, joy is the word that comes to mind. She was just happy and caring and loving to everyone she met. And while she would be totally honest about her feelings, she could always find the the goodness in everything. And everyone knew that. Everyone wanted to be around her because she was that kind of a person. And so there are lessons that I learned from her in the importance of family. She cherished her family. She did things for people who didn't have their own family because family was so important to her. She took people under their wings and made them feel like family. So lessons that you learn, documenting those lessons is a third reason why you should begin starting to get those stories down. The next one is because number three, actually, number four, (laughs) number four, you should get these stories down so that you have something to go back to in the future when you are missing the person. So there are going to be times when you're going to go through something in life and you're going to wish you had that story to kind of peruse through to remember that the person existed, um, to see them and feel them with you, right? So when we lose someone, one of the things we're missing is the feeling that they're with us, the feeling of their being. And I believe that stories like photographs are one way we can kind of immerse ourselves in the true soul and being of that person. And so I think another reason that it's really important to write your stories now is because you will want those to go back to when you really miss that person. I have stories that I have written down now regarding my mother and my father that just really bring me back and remind me that they existed because as a mom and as an adult, I never had them in my life. Um, So my daily life doesn't reflect my parents necessarily very obviously. So when I can go to those stories of when they were characters in those stories, right, when they were there and think about them, I really love to envision the what the room was like or what the location was like. This is why I talk about adding details to your stories. I immerse myself in it as if I am there with them. And so I try to write my stories 
as if I am there in the moment. And I think those details that you can add, part of of the reason why I encourage you to do that is because it makes your stories more exciting and, and better to read, but it also helps bring you back even more strongly. So that would be number four reason to bring, to be able to go back to read those when you miss the person. And the fifth and final reason that I encourage you to get started writing your stories now is because I believe, and there is another episode on this, but I believe very strongly in the power of stories to help us process grief. And again, I will link to that episode that I talked about how um, we can use stories to process grief. There was several ways that I mentioned um, that we all use storytelling and many cultures use that in, in the steps that we go through formally or informally in the grieving process. But telling stories help us process the grief because we can share them with other people. Um, maybe we're hearing a story from someone else that we didn't experience ourselves and we get to see our loved one in a different way. Or maybe, again, it's like I mentioned, you get to bring back their essence when you miss them. Or maybe it is about being able to think of the feelings and have those kind of flow onto the paper instead of being captured in your brain and kind of bouncing around in your heart when everything aches. I don't know what the right time is for you to do this. If you have lost someone, that might be painful to do on your own. I would say if it's too much to start writing those stories on your own, that doing this with others is an amazing experience. I mean, when you think about it, again, there are many places in our cultures, many cultures where storytelling comes to play, when we're collecting photographs to put on the wall, when people are giving talks and um, sharing their information and even sharing stories in line and sharing stories with groups. And so a eulogy is one example, but also the, the informal parts of coming together and being able to remember this person. So using your stories Getting those written will help you also, I believe, process grief. So those are the five reasons that I came up with. I would love to hear more. Let me just repeat them for you. Number one was you should tell your stories so that, um, first of all, to prevent the memories from fading or before your memories fade. Number two, so that others will know the persons in your stories more fully. Number three, so that you can document the lessons that you learned from these persons. Number four, so that you can go back to these stories when you are missing the person. And number five, to process your grief or help you process your grief. Again, this list is just a preliminary list. There's lots of reasons why you should be starting your stories now. The sooner, the better. I always tell you, start with you and the stories that you have experienced firsthand because those are the ones that will easily flow. But 
that you can also share the most details on. So again, if you do need any support with this, please reach out. You know where to find me. My website is melissaandkitchen.com. You can also email me anytime at melissa at melissaandkitchen.com. And please reach out for any resources you may need as you go through this process, um, either from email or on my website. I don't like to think of writing our stories with any kind of like ultimatum type feeling, but it truly is very important when I say, let's get writing your powerful personal stories today. Wasn't that a fun episode? I enjoyed our conversation so much. And if you would like to continue our conversation, be sure to follow this podcast and share with friends. This helps share the mission of preserving the past with stories. Want more tips, tools, and inspiration? Head over to melissaannkitchen.com. And as always, let's get writing your powerful personal stories.